One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, 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 hello. There's my world record of hellos in one go. Happy Tuesday, my friends. Welcome to another Andy Goldstein talk. Oh, Tom. Producer Tom in the opener as well. That's staying in. Who was it? Who's texted it? What's going on? Who is it? WhatsApp group. Uh, yes, as I was saying before, I was rudely interrupted by producer Tom's WhatsApp group. What's it called? Has it got a funny name? No. There you go. That's Tom for you, everyone. <laughs> uh, this is me, Andy Goldstein. Of course, you can check me out on Drive later today from 4pm. Alongside Gabby Agbon Lahore. Oh, he's been here again. No, no, no. He's, he's doing stuff. That sounds dodgy. Yep, just move on. Okay. Now, we have news, of course, of a managerial sacking in the Premier League. More on that later. But we begin today's podcasty thing with, of course... Euro 24 qualifying action where Gareth Southgate's England are even closer to Germany after beating the mighty North Macedonia. The match, of course, was live on TalkSport. Here's the fallout. It was Kane that scored goal number one. Can he add to it from the penalty spot? Scored a penalty in Malta on Friday. Scores a penalty in Manchester on Monday. Set the goalkeeper the wrong way. It in the top left-hand corner. It's two for Kane. 58 now for his country. That's his 50th goal as England captain. England seven. North Macedonia nil. Congratulations, Gareth. I mean, what a way to round off the season. You must have been delighted with that performance. Yeah, absolutely. Firstly, I thought the crowd tonight before we kicked off gave us such energy it was a uh, beautiful weather fabulous pitch great atmosphere so a, a night where even I thought you know I, I was thinking about pulling my boots back on and then what pleased me the most about the performance was the way that our pressing when we lost the ball the hunger to get the ball back I think the whole crowd rose to that because we didn't give the opponent time to breathe and after the first 20 minutes or so where um, they defended well and they defended in numbers. We found the patience and the right passes to open them up. So we then showed the quality with the ball and the, and the movement in behind and, and short that they found difficult to cope with. And the ruthless nature of the finishing was the added plus. Saka gets on the end of an Alexander-Arnold ball. Oh! He's lashed it into the top left-hand corner. What a pass. What a strike. What an England performance this is fast developing into. I've got to say, the, the bouncing volley on the edge of the box, the set-up play for, from Walker to Trent, ball in behind, 
and then as it was bouncing, he's kept his eye on it and unloaded a hell of a shot, and it, it just had all of us sort of standing up on our feet. You can't just, because no one expected 7-0 tonight, right? They are not one of the worst sides out there, by the way, but we made them look very organised. A number of really good individual performances. I thought Henderson was, was really good. Uh, Luke Shaw linked up well on the left-hand side with Rashford. I thought Rashford looked sharp the whole game. Kane does what Kane does. Trent Alexander in the middle of the park, pulling strings, rivaling as number 10, but... The boy of the moment, Bakayo Saka. I mean, he's he's a lovely lad as well, isn't he? Do you know what I mean? The way he speaks, yeah. he seems so humble, almost, almost a little bit kind of embarrassed. Do you know? He's he's not. He's a very shy but yeah. endearing lad. Um, I mean, is there? I mean, I can't think of too many better players. I'm sure there'll be people out there saying, "What about him?" But right now, Gareth Southgate and uh, and uh, Arteta have got a player on their hands. Yeah, he's been absolutely fantastic for club and country. And deservedly got his hat trick today, and like you said, he's an absolute smashing lad. Mm. Um, polite, you know. I don't think any anyone who knows him can really say anything bad about him at all. Mm. And like you said, he's always got a smile. He looks shy, and yeah, it's, what a performance he put in today. Saka in for his hat trick, as sweet as you like. A midsummer night's dream for the Arsenal youngster. I'm with Bukayo Saka, who's just having all of his TV mics taken off him at the moment, Adrian. Everybody wants to talk to you, Bukayo, because that was such an incredible performance. Congratulations. Not just a 7-0 win for England, but your first career hat-trick as well. I bet you enjoyed that. Yeah, I really, really, really enjoyed that. Um, I'm delighted with the way the game was. Um, and I can't put into words really how I'm feeling about the hat-trick because, of course, it's my first career hat-trick. I've done it for England as well, so yeah, it's a really special night. Celebrating is, is, is fantastic, but when we're against the big teams like France and we've really got to grind out results, I think that's where we're really going to learn a lot about us. And it's, it's great. It's great to get the goals. It's you know great to celebrate, but I think we need to have a bit of a reality check that... I think we need to see us in a, a really big game because I'm liking the look of this New England with Trent where he was today. I think he's he's looking really strong in that position. And I think you mentioned earlier, it'd be great to see him there for his club. But I, I just really want to see us have that test. I know we beat Italy, uh, but I want to see us against the, the big boys, the Frances, the Brazils. I want to see us do it against them. It wasn't such a good night for Wales as they lost 2-0 away at Group D leaders Turkey. Likewise for Northern Ireland, who were beaten 1-0 by Kazakhstan. Now, we'll go back to the footy shortly, but the first Ashes test is evenly poised with Australia chasing a target of 281 going into the final day. Here's Johnny Boy Norman and Steve Hammy Armisen looking back at the action on day four, Edgbaston, or edgy as I like to call it. Who would you rather be? Would you rather be England or would you rather be Australia? Oh, what a, honestly, I think 281 is a lot of runs. And even at, what was it, 60, 60 for none when... Kawaja and Warner were going nicely, and the you know, the TV's got this this windvis windvis uh, prediction, and it was nearly 60% for Australia, and I'm going, really? It's a fourth fourth innings, 281. That's a lot of runs, even with number one, number two, number three, batter in the world rankings. Um, and I'm honestly watching this game. I don't know how we're going to get through five Test matches because we've only had four days. And I think a lot of people that are watching, never mind the players, are absolutely shattered about promotions going up and down and up and down. It's been magnificent. And when I look at it, there was a, there's been a lot of talking points, a lot of talking points on selection. Um, and I, for one, thought Mark Woods-Pierce would have been the difference. And we were talking about three bowlers the same. And Stuart Broad probably would have been the one that missed out in my eyes. But the one thing I, I, I did take into 
and a factor, but the biggest thing that we need to take into factor is this guy turns up when the big stage is on. You know, he has got a great record and greatness is talked about far too easy. But Jimmy Anderson and Stuart Broad in the Ashes are unbelievable. Now, Bournemouth have sacked Gary O'Neill less than seven months after he was appointed the club's permanent manager. Martin Keown believes there must be a bigger name waiting in the wings. Bournemouth's owner and chairman, the American Bill Foley, say, says this lunchtime Gary's achievement last season is one I will always be grateful for. This has been a difficult decision, but it has been made with great consideration to best position ourselves ahead of the coming season. Maybe there's a bigger name coming to the club. Maybe there's somebody who's not in work right now who's coming to the club that they've identified. He's become available and precipitated this move because mm -hmm. it's, it's quite a shock. This might be because somebody special has come to the table. So let's watch Jim and see um, an announcement's imminent. Talk sport breaking news. Bournemouth have confirmed Andoni Iraola is their new head coach on a two-year deal. The Spaniard, who's a free agent after leaving Rio Vallecano, was on Leeds' radar after Jesse Marsh was axed. Definitely a risk. And I know the players at Bournemouth really invested in what Gary O'Neill did last season. You speak to any Bournemouth player and they'll say he was brilliant at working out exactly what the opposition were going to do and how to tailor their game plan uh, to really negate that. Had they been speaking to him for a while? I think they have. I think he was on their radar when Gary O'Neill was actually appointed on a permanent basis after uh, Scott Parker was replaced. O'Neill, as I've mentioned already, did well as interim, but they did cast their net quite wide at that stage. There was talk of Marcelo Bielsa. That reached quite an advanced stage. In the end, it was Bill Foley himself who decided to stick with Gary O'Neill. But Ariola, you may remember, was linked with Leeds at that time. But because he's from the Basque country, because he's very loyal to Vallecano, he didn't want to come to the Premier League. So he wasn't really attainable. Now he is. He's reached the end of his contract. So Bournemouth, I think, have decided this is a moment in time. We stick with Gary O'Neill. Or in their mind, we try and be a little bit more ambitious. We change the direction of travel. We change the playing style. And this is the guy This is the guy to come in and do that. And actually, if you look at that region of Spain, it's a, it's a really small region. I saw a tweet earlier uh, from a Spanish football journalist. So the area where he's from in the Basque country is as small as Wiltshire. Unai Emery, Mikel Arteta, Julian Lopetegui and Yabi Alonso all howl from the same region. So I wonder if that's part of the attraction as well. Now, Brendan Rodgers has rejoined Celtic as manager on a three-year deal. Former Hoops boss Neil Lennon gave his reaction to White and Jordan. Brendan is back in the East End of Glasgow. Well, at first, you know, I was obviously uh, a bit surprised just on the way that, you know, Brendan left the last time uh, for Leicester. But obviously, when you, when you think about it, look, what the board do, Jim, is to go out and try and get the best candidate for the job. And, you know, Brendan ticks all the boxes. I mean, he's a fantastic manager. And, um, you know, he's been there before, had great results the last time. And I think from his point of view, Champions League was obviously a big big lure for him. You know, they're, they're already qualified for the Champions League. And I think, you know, he'd, he'd really want to get his teeth into that. And I think that's the right way of going about it, really. Endeavour to win the league and endeavour to, you know, further Celtic's reputation in Europe. And, you know, with the quality of teams that, and the quality of managers that Brendan will come up against, I think he'll relish it. And here's the former Everton midfielder Andrews Townsend on The Breakfast Show discussing his old gaffer, Super Frankie Lampard, claiming Frank has done good things. Really? Yeah. And firmly believes he still has a future in management. I believe that Wicks are actually looking for a manager at the moment, so you never know. 
I feel sorry for Frank a little bit. I think w- when Frank first arrived, he was ambitious. He had dreams. You look at his first transfer window, he bought in Deli Alley, bought in Donny van der Beek from Manchester United, and it was sort of right where Everton we should be mm. dying at the top table. And then obviously what happened happened relegation battle. And you look at his second window compared to his first window. First window was Hollywood signing. Second window, first signing James Tarkovsky. Second signing Connor Cody. Onana. He got in leaders. He got in quality. He got in senior figures, which we were missing in the dressing room to sort of be that experience, be that example. So for me, he did everything right. And we went into last season. Well, I definitely went into last season. I was injured, but I thought, right, we've, we've got a good squad here. We're going to uh, make a real go. We're going to get back up into that top half. But it didn't work out that way. And as players, obviously, from the outside of it, you can say, oh, bad manager, bad coach, bad owner. But players, we have to look at ourselves. And we definitely didn't do well enough under Frank um, last season and this season just gone as well. So I feel a little bit sorry for Frank. Sheffield Wednesday have announced that manager Darren Moore has left the club. It was a bonkers old day yesterday. His backroom staff follow him out of Hillsborough three weeks after winning the playoff final to achieve promotion to the championship. Cue the breaking news, stab. Breaking news on Talk Sport. Sheffield Wednesday boss Darren Moore has left his role by mutual consent. That's despite the 49-year-old leading the Owls to promotion to the championship just weeks ago. When a manager gets you to the the, the, the chosen, the promised land, where he gets you out of League One, which was tough this year, and as I said, he, had, he would have had to... All, that, all the, the drama that he had to do with this season, so you get to 96 points, you don't go up automatically, you've got to pick your players up. You go 4-0 down in the first leg of the playoffs and you th- everyone's thinking right like if they didn't go up I'd go he's probably going to get sacked yeah especially after they get top 4-0 yeah. on the first leg he picks his players up again they somehow the miracle get them to the final and then they win the final so he's, got, he's done the job the hard way and then to let him go hmm I, I smell a rat hey there it's Michelle Norris I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen when I travel I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home and one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain and Airbnb allows me to do that when I was in California recently I rented a house that had a great kitchen and when we were sitting around the table we're all thinking we're in someone else's house someone could be in all of our homes as well if you have a home but you're not always at home you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Now, Royal Ascot starts today, and it's legendary jockey Frankie de Toy's last festival. Ah, although rumour has it he will beat the Isle of Wight next year. The main races are all on Talk Sport. If you don't believe me, here's your proof. 
off and running for the first race here from Royal Ascot's live on TalkSport. Frankie Dottori has won the Gold Cup. He's got a broad smile on his Italian face. What a ride. It's another Royal Ascot win for Frankie Dottori, this time in the Hardwick on Fanny Logan. That is good. He can let the air out of the balloon now, Frankie Dottori. But all the right notes are now being played by Stradivarius and Frankie Dottori. That was breathtaking from Frankie. He's relieved. But here comes Frankie Dottori on in spiral, sweeping to the front. Oh, he can breathe a huge sigh of relief because in spiral has routed the field. Oh, my word. Royal Ascot live on TalkSport. Well, that's it, gang. Thanks for listening on the TalkSport app or wherever you get your podcasts from. I'm back on Andy Goldstein's Drive Time Show at 4pm today alongside Gabby Agbon Lahore. So make sure you join me and he for that. There will, of course, be another one of these Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily Podcasts out first thing in the morning. Do what you've got to do to get it. Until then, thanks for listening. Have a good day. And above all, be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from TalkSport.